Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And now it's the time of the show where we search the universe, the planets, and March Madness for the buy of the week. So, Marsha, do you, uh, I, since you know nothing about basketball, I'm assuming you don't watch it. Does Kurt watch Mar- Ma- March Madness? Nope. 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 We're a basketball free zone here. We do watch baseball. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> you mean that, that game that takes like four and a half hours and they get through three innings? Is that the, I love is that the it. one you're talking I about? I love it. The best friggin' game on the planet. And you, you know t- Los An- and you know Los Angeles has a brand new soccer team, which won its first game. So we got a lot to watch what's here this, in Los Angeles. What's the name of the soccer team? I don't know the Los Angeles soccer team. I'll Google it. But <laughs> I don't know. But they won their first game, and uh, well, it's owned I mean, by Will Farrell. Oh, yeah, Will Farrell. And it's a professional or an amateur? Because we have the Galaxy here. No, it's a professional team, the Los Angeles Fo- Football Club, LAFC. Just huh, started MLS, Major League Soccer. Just okay. look at it. Los Angeles FC, it's called, for Los okay. Angeles Football Club. Uh, another sport like curling that See, I See, so like put, put, put me down, but I know the inside stuff about sports. All right, well, cool. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, I think soccer is certainly a lot more of a sport than curling, but I'm going to get such hate mail about curling, but what the hell. Okay, so uh, the Vizio, I think you were the first one that mentioned Vizio TVs to me uh, a number of years ago. Yep, you yep, yep. yep, 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 I remember. One. Yeah, and then my business partner, who is kind of a television idiot savant, who I usually go to to find out, you know, what TV to buy, and he recommended the Vizio. So I now have one in my office, one in my house, and they're great machines. So you can get the Vizio D-Series 65-inch. It's Ultra HD LED. Uh, great picture, 4K, again, 4K Ultra HD, uh, 8.3 million pixels in every image. Uh, it has a full array LED backlighting, up to 12 active LED zones, delivering really great performance with uh, pure black, which is what makes a TV look good, deep black tones. Uh, it has what they call their Clear Action 180 Sport and Action Fans, so the uh, imaging is very, very quick with a 120 hertz re- uh, refresh rate. Uh, it's got backlight scanning. And uh, let's see what else. It's also a smart TV, so it gives you the ability to, you know, get all those extra channels you want. It comes with, let's see, Vudu and Netflix and Pandora, YouTube, Hulu, blah, 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 all the, the bells and whistles for this. The TV normally sells for $898. You can get it today at Walmart for $598, uh, 300 bucks off the price, including free shipping, or you can pick it up if you want to pick it up. Uh, you can even add a three-year warranty for only $69, which really is cheap on a television set. Uh, and it's gotten great reviews, and it is uh, available, again, on Walmart. It's the Vizio 65-inch, which is a big TV, by the way, uh, uh, 4K Smart LED model D65-EO, at Walmart today for $598, and that is 300 bucks off the regular price. And that's what you want to watch on March Madness for your buy of the week. So, okay, yeah, now I hope you can hear me because I uh, heard you cutting out it 
in and out. Yeah, can you cut, hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, you're cutting out a little bit. But, by the way, Linda Sherman has joined us, so welcome, Linda Sherman. Uh, she's back on, so wherever she went, she's back. Uh, and Uncle okay. Bill. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. So, yeah. Okay. Hopefully you all can hear me. You know, I've talked before about how I feel that we need to have the right to repair our own devices. You know, yep. like I've changed that. Uh, shoot, we're having a real problem with Marsha's uh, connection for some reason. Maybe, Marsha, you might want to try calling back in because now it appears we've completely lost you. But um, Marsha's talking about California is to introduce the right to repair bill requiring smartphone manufacturers to offer the repair info and parts. So they're trying to join several new, uh, several other states with a new right to repair bill. This will require smartphone manufacturers to provide repair information, repair parts, and diagnostic tools so that it protects owners and independent shops. Uh, there's a California Assembly m member, Susan Talamantis uh, Eggman, I guess is her name, uh, announced plans to introduce the new California Right to Repair Act. Eggman says that the bill will provide consumers with the freedom to choose a repair shop of their choice. Uh, Mark Murray, who is executive director of California's Against Waste, said smartphone manufacturing home appliance makers are profiting at the expense of our environment and our pocketbook. Um, an attorney at Electronic Frontier Foundation said the new bill is critical to protect independent repair shops and a competitive market for repair that will lead to hopefully better service and lower prices. Uh, there are actually 17 other states who have also introduced this right to repair bill. And it's going to be, uh, let's see, the bill will, several states began introducing the right to repair legislation early last year. And the right to repair movement has continued on since then, which uh, started with, if you all remember, the Apple uh, iPhone throttling controversy, where they were sh uh, slowing down the mach their machines so that they wouldn't, battery life wouldn't die on this thing. So, uh, and of course, Apple has been lobbying against the right to repair bill uh, in various states. And uh, let's see, Apple said uh, the approval to right to repair would turn the state into, I don't know what this means, into a mecca for bad actors, making it easy for hackers to relocate to Nebraska. Uh, other arguments from the tech companies and the appliance manufacturers have suggested right to repair bills would compromise device security and safety. So, you know, I, I think I err on the side of let's let people fix the things. If you, you know, if you want to visit your Apple authorized repair service person to fix the machine and you don't want to use a third party repair shop that's not Apple authorized, uh, then it will void their device warranty. Uh, you know, and if you don't mind doing that, it is can be substantially cheaper to repair it just like when you go to your car. If you go to the dealership with your car and you try to get a car repaired, uh, it's going to be a whole lot more expensive doing that than it would be to uh, take it to a local repair shop. But, you know, as always, you run the risk of them doing a, a poor job. And I had that experience at one time with a car. I was taking it to a local uh, repair guy, and he it was a disaster, and I had to end up suing him. So, you know, the other side is that if something goes wrong, you've got some recourse with a larger company like Apple or with uh, Samsung or someone that's doing the repair. Um, so it makes it a little bit more difficult to do that. But, you know, I think we all have the right to choose. And if you want to take okay, Marsha, you're back Hi, with us. I'm oh, back. good. You're back. 
Okay, I'm just finishing up on the uh, repair story, the right to repair. Good, because that's you know, the only story I'd really repa- prepared for. So that's great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started it, so I finished it. So, but but we can talk about this a little bit more. I said that I think everybody should have the right to go, and and you weren't you weren't on with us, but I said you know well, duh, you run I think the it, risk. I think of, it's bizarre that we have to have a law that right. says that you may get your things repaired at your choice of repair shop. I mean, really think of the early days of TV and radio. You sure. remember the man who used to come over and, and fix the TV? Yep, TV um, In addition to California, 17 states have already introduced simple laws. Yeah, I talked laws. about that. So yeah. you mentioned uh, the states. So if you live in those states, you're lucky. I did not specifically mention. You want to give the actual states that are available? Yeah, on? it includes Washington, Massachusetts, Vermont, New York, Hawaii, Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri, North Carolina, Nebraska, New Hampshire, New Jersey, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Virginia, which don't strike me as, you know, like, where's Washington? Where's, where's the, you know, states really need to roll this out because this is very important. And considering Apple gets $279 to replace an iPhone screen, which is really not a major deal. I mean, you can no, take I mean, that to any any guy who repairs anything. I mean, as long as you have the true tools, and I have a set of the tools, you can uh, do it. I mean, it's simple. yeah, you can. And I said the one thing I said was that you do run the risk of using a local repair shop and them totally screwing up your machine, and then you've of course voided the warranty. So there is a risk well, you, to that. You, but you've voided the warranty. But generally, you should go somewhere that has liability insurance. Right, You're not just correct. going to some guy on a street corner with a sign in his hand saying, I fix phones, F-O-N-E-S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the name of the company that you use, uh, Square Trade? Is that what this? Square, Square Trade, Trade Warranties, that's what I use. And yes, so, they have, when you have a Square Trade Warranty and something breaks, they have a specific, uh, they have deals with specific repair, repair places in each community where you can go and get your stuff repaired and i right. think that's so important and yeah i know i think that's great by the way kurt boothman started a campaign where's at marcia collier so when you were off the when you were off the air uh well, yeah no, and, it and is i'm drizzling. Little, it is drizzling yeah. where i live so you know well i'm a little worried that really. if kurt doesn't know where you are we got a problem hey, but guys. uh well he can't see me yeah where wait I am. Wait, is it, oh, Uncle it? Bill did a good one. He did a where, Where's Marsha Collier with a Where's Waldo gif. <laughs> oh, there you go. Wade, what were you about to say? Well, I was just going to throw in, we're talk, you guys were talking about the IP. And, you know, if we're talking about IP, uh, gosh, I can't think of the word I want, you know, proprietariness and, you know, who owns what. Mm-hmm. I, I may be misremembering it exactly, but you know the reason you might be seeing this in places like Oklahoma is the farmers were having a big problem because nowadays they use like satellite downloads and stuff, so they can their uh, tractors can be almost computerized and make sure I'm plowing in the right place and everything. And mm-hmm. they were discovering that they weren't able to do updates. Because the tractor manufacturer was saying something along the lines of, well, you really don't own that tractor we sold you. Because, you know, all that yep. stuff in it is really ours. And so, and then, add exactly. to, and then add to that, I'm in the middle of nowhere, and you're telling me the only person that can fix it may be in a major city four hours away. So that might yeah. be why you're seeing a bunch of pull pushback from the rural areas, which might yep. be kind of surprising. 
Yeah, isn't that interesting? Huh. Okay. Well, and, you know, I did hear a lot about farmers hacking their John Deere tractors, and John Deere doesn't like that much either. Exactly. Yeah, Who owns the product that you think you've paid for? Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, by the way, I want to give a shout-out to England, to Samantha Whiting and Bella, who are tweeting to Tech Radio. They're oh, listening I to love the them. show. Yeah, um, I love them. Great to have them aboard. Thank you. Bella's an awesome dog that tweets to us, and uh, we love Bella. Bella's cool. Well, All right, she so said she was listening, but it cut off. They're having trouble with the app, too. It's it's a crazy tech day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wonder if it is uh, weather-related or who knows. That's kind of strange. Um, you you were uh, found an article about uh, the Roku compared to the Amazon Fire Stick. Well, do you use either of these? I've used both of them. I don't use them on a regular basis. Because my Which TVs are smart like TVs. Best? Was it like six or one, half a dozen of the other? Yeah, I didn't notice. Honestly, they all look about the same to me. I mean, I think the Amazon is, uh, isn't the Amazon voice activated, if I remember? Uh, oh, oh, there's well, Marsha. It can be. Also. Yeah. It can be. I mean, I like that feature. You know, as long as you've got an Alexa. Right. Oh, no, yeah, do you so, need Alexa for that? Is that, uh, I can't remember now. Oh, well, you, need you have it, but... a little hand gizmo that you can talk to. I take it back. Right, yeah, the, yeah, the little remote control. Now, the control. Fire TV stick only has 8 gigabytes of internal storage and 1 gigabyte of memory, whereas Roku has 256 megabytes of storage okay. and 512 megabytes of memory. Okay. So, you know, you're you're really in a... Looking at it on face, Fire TV would be better. But they do have different processors, so it's tough to decide which is the best. So if you think of content, um, Fire TV definitely wins because on Fire Well, it's not TV, that much more expensive. It's like 6 bucks more, so it's not that much more expensive than that. Well, you can definitely get it on sale. I know it was on sale just this weekend for $24.99. Oh, oh $24.99? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That is a good price, yeah. Yeah, I mean if you yeah, don't have good. Yeah, I mean if you don't have the um the ability to have a smart TV and you know if you bought a new TV in the last I would say 2 to 3 years, your TV's probably a smart TV because even the least expensive TVs are now smart TVs. Uh so I don't know how much longer we're going to have a need for these smart sticks. Uh well, do you I have do a TV? have to tell you. I do have to tell you. You know a lot of people it adds a lot to a smart TV. And some people like to travel with them. Like when we went to That's England, true. the house that we stayed in had a Fire TV stick. Yeah. To be honest with you, it bummed me out because I couldn't get my local channels. And if you travel with your own Fire TV stick, you can have the apps that you're looking for on the stick and bring it with you. Yeah, so I that's think a great that, idea. That is the ideal situation is you have your own. You can get access to Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Video, mm -hmm. YouTube, Vimeo, HBO Go, and Spotify. On both of them, and of course, Dish Network and um, Time Warner, right. if you subscribe to them. But if we're talking about just, uh, you know, just uh, the normal stuff, that's about what all you can get. I mean, if you want to watch CNN, you're going to have to download the CNN app. And with the limited space on the Roku, I don't know that it, it's going to work out real well in the long run if you have to download a ton of apps. And also, you, so can, you know, on the... Fire TV, you can use the Alexa skills, which is right. fun. So you're saying on the Roku, you, it will allow you to add apps that aren't already on the Roku. 
absolutely. But it has a limited, limited amount of extra memory, which is ridiculous. Right. So, yeah, I think that's know, right, though. I hadn't really thought about it for traveling purposes. That's a good idea, assuming you go someplace that uh, has a uh, a port that you can plug it into. Yeah, almost any TV you're going to come across now in a hotel or something like that, um, but it's, it's going to have a TV with a port. And that way you can have your own stuff with you. But if you're at somewhere where they have already, it's, it's, it's crazy because... You don't have what you want. The whole point of it is to have, uh, you know, your own programs. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> uh, By the all way, right, so I'm really a... sorry for everybody, Kurt Boothman and everybody who's saying there's lots of light cracklings, some heavy cracklings. I think there's a bird out on the wire. What can I say? Yeah, maybe so. Hey, hey guys. And just to yeah, interrupt we're... one more time, um, I was able to listen on the app, but I did notice that it was slow to load. It took, like, four or five seconds before hmm. it, you know, kicked over. And so I'll look into that, but uh, it looks like with a little bit of time, the app is working. Okay. Well, good. Thanks, Wade. Well, there must be another tech show. This... Considering, yeah, considering I'm having problems, you're having problems, we're going to have to hunt this out before next week's show. <laughs> yeah. I, mine seems to be okay. So I, I'm, uh, uh, so I don't know whether it's a weather issue. It's probably some other tech show somewhere across the country that's trying to hack right. into our broadcast. You know, they don't, right. want, they don't want us to be successful. Uh, all right. Well, you so found listen, something about... I wanted to, you know, a couple of things we talked about earlier before the show. Um, are, so you don't use Fire TV Stick. What apps would you put on the Fire TV Stick? You know, I mean, I tend to use, the things I use are, I'll use Amazon Prime. I will use um, Netflix, of course. I would say Netflix is the main app that I use. Uh, and, you know, for the most part, that's about it for me. I've got enough television to watch through, you know, network and cable and everything else that the only add-on I really allow myself because there's just so much time in a day to watch TV is uh, Netflix. But what do you use it? Um, I use, we use Dish when we're traveling. We, well, we yes, use of course, Dish, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, the Dish app I use all the time, Dish Anywhere, right. which is fantastic. Yeah, you can use that. Right. For, I mean, we, yeah, can, we could do that in England. Between that and iHeartRadio, we're set to go when we travel. That's fun, yeah, uh, which we like iHeartRadio. You can listen to Computer and Technology Radio on iHeartRadio. <laughs> you can. You can. They didn't give us yeah. one of their awards that I know of, though. They had an iHeartRadio something. No, they uh, didn't, because we need people yeah. to really reward the show with lots of thumbs up on iHeartRadio. So yeah, exactly. Go, I, go there. Every morning, I go, go into my kitchen and I ask Alexa to play something from iHeartRadio. So yeah. it's become a habit in our house. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Go I ahead wanted and to thumbs ask up you, and like did you try Google Apps iMessage extension? No, I did not. Okay. It's a new it, – now, you know, we love our Google on the Android side. Mm-hmm. And now they've decided to get, make an app for the iPhone, and you can use it by typing search queries into the browser's address bar, mm-hmm. um, which is what you've been doing before, but now you're going to have an iMessage extension. So when you install the Google Map app, you can open IMA- iMessage and fire up a conversation with somebody. So you're going to get an enhanced thing. No, interesting. Can okay. you even hear me? 
<laughs> yeah, we don't hear you. Go ahead. We're listening. Everybody's yeah, you're listening. You're going to get an enhanced experience. So you're going to be able yeah. to get it's an iMessage extension mm-hmm. for Google's app, which we have all the time. And okay. when you see your search bar, you'll have the opportunity to use GIFs. You can pull up your weather, trending news, whatever. Basically, it's the standalone Google app that if you download it for iPhone, you're going to see all sorts of googly things that we like, the Google side. And I have to tell you that the Google Assistant is my favorite thing, and I use it every day. So I know I know Siri is a big part of your life, but give it a try. Yeah. You just tell it okay. to search yeah. Google, and it works really well. And it's an add-on to iMessage, which is kind of interesting. Interesting. All right, so let's talk a little movies and TVs before we go off the air. Um, okay, I have th- to tell you, I, I have to tell you, I saw uh, the Gary Oldman movie, the uh, Churchill movie. Which one oh, helped me movie. out here? Yeah, what uh, was the it last, uh, the uh, oh gosh, uh, Finest Hours or something. Well, last, uh, yeah, now I'm blank on it. it now won, you said it. He won I'm, the Academy Award. The Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour. The Darkest Hour was like the best movie ever. Yeah, it's a great it movie. So totally, totally, totally tried to uh, uh, tell the story also that was told in the other film that was up against it, but told the story uh, so much better. Yeah, yeah Dunkirk. told the story of Dunkirk so much better. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I, so, I, uh, and I agree. I mean, it was a great movie. If you haven't seen it, it's worth the pay-per-view money. Then uh, I highly recommend it. What can I say? I'm just laughing yeah. at Uncle Bill and everybody in your tweets about the Russian hackers <laughs> jumping into our show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm sure. I, I'm sure. Well, I said tech show. I didn't say Russian hackers, but who knows? It could be. Uh, yeah, you know, Uncle the Bill Ru- seems to know. <laughs> oh well, maybe. Yeah, maybe uh, Uncle Bill. Maybe you could do some research for us and find out who it is and report <laughs> it to the FBI on our uh, behalf. But anyway, uh, so what movies did you see? Well, uh, I, I, I found an interesting article about geeky movies that were on uh, Netflix, and I did watch some of these. So uh, they brought out the Cloverfield Paradox, which was a $15 million Paramount film. Decided They apparently decided not to release it because they thought it was going to bomb. And you know what? It was not a good movie. It, it was it was not. I'm sorry. It was not a good movie. Uh, and then there's another one. And now I haven't. I'm as you, Marsha. I haven't seen most of these. Another one called Mute uh, was on. So I'll just give you the names of some of these in case you want to check them out on Netflix. Uh, Ark. Don't know that movie. Uh, you know, so many things pop up on Netflix you don't know. Bright I did happen to watch, and Bright was the one starring Will Smith, and it was entertaining. I thought it was very interesting. It, it's kind of a uh, a race issue, except that the star, Will Smith, is with an orc, and it's a future cop, and he gets a lot of prejudice because he's an orc, because he's not a human. So uh, that was kind of interesting, and it, it did not get great reviews, but it got a lot of um, uh, interesting, entertaining stuff on that. So that was there uh, when we first met. Uh, the Babysitter. These are all movies you can pick up uh, right now on Netflix. The Discovery. Yeah, but what did you like? This is this is the thing. You know, we all listen to the show, and we have these great people who listen to our show and try to tell us about the great stuff that's on, right. on radio and TV. 
And it's hard to find a movie, especially when they charge, you know, for pay-per-view and all that stuff. Well, sure. Um, I yeah. haven't seen any big winners lately, to be perfectly honest with you, and, and that's very disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I, we did. Did we talk about uh, the one that I would certainly uh, is the Greatest Showman? I think we talked about that. Yeah, uh, that yeah was the, we did. Yeah, great. That's a great, great, great. But you see, I, I the way I'm seeing it is the only good movies that that we're seeing these days are historical stories, like The Greatest Showman, like Dunkirk, like you right. know, The Darkest Hour. These and uh, The Queen, the series, which was fabulous. Um, it, we're seeing so little in new innovation. Now, did you see the the Academy Award winner, The Something About Water? Yeah, The Shape of Water. I loved it. That's one of those movies that people are either going to love or hate. I loved the movie. Thought it, thought it was a great movie. And, we're, boy, we're out of time. It's been a, Sorry for all the tech issues today we had. It was yeah, a difficult. Well. And uh, Marsha not being on for but, about, uh, but we'll get it all straight by next week. And we're, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. As always, we ask you, please do not drink and drive. We want you back with us. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio. We are the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Have a great week. See You've you been listening week. to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. 
Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. <laughs> 